Hello, and welcome back to the CMLTA podcast. As most of our members will know, the CMLTA has just recently launched a new registration and member database software, which has affected the member user login, continuing competence program, and applications. We have been receiving quite a few questions about the new system, so our manager of continuing competence, Natasha Casango, has put together a few frequently asked questions for our podcast today. Just a reminder before we get started that the information in the podcast is only applicable to current legislation, standards, codes, policies, and guidelines, all of which may change over time. Thanks for joining me, Natasha. Would you be able to tell us why the CMLTA made the decision to change software? So it's never easy to move to a a new or a different software, Um, but the CMLTA actually decided to move to a new provider. Um, with better customer service and actually some lower costs. The CMLTA felt like this would be an opportunity to support its members better um, in all the different processes as well. So we require members to complete their continuing competence program online. They do their renewals online, applications, reinstatements, submitting a notice of non-practice and requesting a letter of standing. Yes, we absolutely understand that learning a new system can be challenging, but it's really important to the CMLTA that the software we use is cost-effective and meets the needs of staff and members. Would you be able to tell us a bit more about the new software? So many things are actually quite similar with the old system, uh, but there are some differences, obviously. Um, All members are still able to download and save their registration cards within the portal. Uh, There is a very easy download your registration tab on the left hand side as well uh, on the home screen. So what if someone wants to change their registration status? Can they do that on the member portal as well? Yes, any member who is planning on retiring or not working within the profession for more than a year can submit a change in their registration within the member portal. Um, There is a place within the main page that says change your registration for example 2022. If the member clicks there, they will be asked to confirm their profile information and then they'll be able to complete the notice of non-practice. The member will need to provide a reason for the change in their status, so there's a variety of different reasons that a member may want to cancel their membership, such as parental leave, medical leave, retirement, or maybe they're just moving out of province or the country and no longer needs CMLTA registration. The member can provide the date on which they would like this to take into effect. So for example, if a member knew that they were retiring on August 31st, they can add this into the form and so they can just, it'll just kind of happen automatically and it'll come into effect on August 31st. There is an optional space for members to add their anticipated return to work date, uh, if that is available as well, um, available on the form. Perfect, that's great information. So I know we've also been getting a lot of questions about letters of standing. Would you be able to tell us briefly what that is and whether or not uh, members can get them on the online portal as well? If a member is moving to another province or even if they're becoming a member of another regulated profession, the new regulatory body may want what is called a letter of standing. The letter of standing summarizes their time with the CMLTA. So when they registered with us, whether they stayed up to date with their continuing competence, if they have any complaints lodged against them, um, this will all be summarized in the letter. 
a member can request a letter of standing through their online portal by clicking on the button under My Forms. Wonderful. I always find it useful when I can complete things myself online. So is there anything else that a member can complete through the online portal? For example, what if a member's information like a phone number or address needs updating? Yeah, so members can update their contact information, but there was a bit of an issue. So with transitioning to any new system, um, there has been some hiccups and members currently will not be able to see their MLT education but members shouldn't worry where uh, we have all the previous information. We're working actually with the software engineers to properly transfer the data to the new system. So just because it is blank right now, we do not expect members to add their degree or certificate from years and years ago. Um, members should be able to update their phone numbers, uh, their emails, uh, their addresses, things like that. We can also process a name change request within the profile update option. So if a member's name has changed, you can let the CMLTA know. We just need you to upload a legal name change document and a piece of identification with the new ID name. Thank you so much, Natasha, for answering all of those member portal questions. Now, I know we also have a few questions about the continuing competence program, so I hope you will be able to help us answer those. So we know because of the system change, MLTs were not able to create their 2022 learning plans during renewal last year. Are they able to do that now on the new system? Yes, so on June 1st, all members should have received an email from noreply at softworksgroup.com. This email contained the username, temporary password, and a link to reset the password. There have been some issues because some accounts seem to be blocking the emails. This, have been, this has also been common with members who have work emails as their contact email with us. Uh, many work emails have such strict settings um, that they won't let these emails kind of come through. So uh, we've also noticed this with some other emails as well. Um, and we've noticed that sometimes they go directly to our members' junk or spam folders. So what we actually do is we ask, our, ask the members to add no reply at softworksgroup.com as a contact or a safe sender, and then go to the member portal login. From there, they can input the email associated with their member file and then click reset password. The software will then send a change email link email. <laughs> the member can use this link to change their password. Once a member has logged in, they can create a 2022 learning plan. This learning plan follows similar steps to previous renewal years. So members first need to complete a self-assessment of practice. This is where members go through the CMLTA standards of practice and select areas in which they wish to focus their learning for that year. There are still the same two options, so calm and developing. Uh, calm means that the member has self-assessed their enabling competency or the standard of practice, and they feel like they are competent because they have the necessary knowledge, skills, judgments, and attitudes to adequately meet all the requirements for that enabling competency. And then there's also dev, so which means that the uh, member has self-assessed 
and determine that this competency or standard of practice is developmental, advancing, or expanding. So they've identified some weaknesses or gaps in their knowledge, skills, judgments, and attitudes regarding this enabling competency and would like to kind of learn a little bit more and improve their knowledge, skills, judgments, or attitudes. So what's really important here is to recognize that just because you select uh, dev or developing, it doesn't mean that you're not competent. It just means that this is an area that the member feels like they could learn a little bit more about it. Choosing three to six developing enabling competencies as a potential learning goal is the next step. And then the last step is to then brainstorm how you plan on attaining these goals through indicating a target date, a projected professional activity, and professional development. That's great. So once they've created the new learning plan, can they now just proceed with adding their learning activities for 2022? Yeah, a common uh, question we have received uh, is if the member could include learning activities they did before the launch date of the new software. And the answer is yes. So the timeline is similar to previous years. So learning activities from September 1st prior to the registration year through December 31st of the registration year will be accepted. Um, but one little rule is a minimum of one learning objective must be completed in the year for which the MLT practice permit has been issued. So what does that mean? So that means that on the 2022 learning plan, the CMLTA will recognize learning activities from September 1st, 2021 through December 31st, 2022, provided at least one learning objective was completed in 2022. The CMLTA will release resources for members and potentially host some webinars to help uh, members add activities and complete their learning plans in the future. I know that we've had some concern about completing learning plans for members whose roles have changed since setting their learning plan. What happens if the target date, projected professional activities, and developments no longer apply to a member's professional practice? The CMLTA recognizes that there has been many changes due to COVID. Therefore, the learning plan does not have to match how the members meet their learning goal. For example, a member can have said in their learning plan that they were going to go to a conference and learn about sickle cell anemia but that, that conference was canceled. As long as the member has completed some sort of activity to meet the goal, that is all the CMLTA wants to see. As long as the activity meets the overall enabling competency learning goal, that is great. This can be a bit confusing, but all we want to see in the learning plan application is that members are considering different ways to achieve the learning goal. That's great that there's some flexibility. So as long as the learning activity completed is related to the overarching learning objective or goal set, they would still be in compliance with the program. I'm sure that puts a lot of our members at ease with renewal coming up soon. Speaking of renewals, will the CCP requirements at renewal be the same as in previous years? Yes, this year will be similar to previous years where members must complete their 2022 learning plans and create a learning plan for the following year, 2023. Other steps will be the same, such as verifying your hours, employment, etc. 
It's great that the process is still the same, but I know that it'll still be a little bit different because of the new system. Are there any other resources available to members to help them with this change? Yes, the CMLTA um, put on several webinars um, available to members uh, to help with them navigate the new system. If anyone could not make that webinar, the CMLTA has also linked PDF documents to the CMLTA website and the CMLTA YouTube page with step-by-step -step screenshots to help creating a learning plan. If anyone would like these resources, please go to the CMLTA website, just www.cmlta.org, and on the top of the navigation bar, go to Member Login. There's a list of links and resources there. Along with these resources, the CMLTA is always here to answer questions any member has. We have a Contact Us page on our website, and you can also email us directly at cmlta at cmlta.org. Perfect. Thank you so much, Natasha, for answering those questions for us. Along with the resources that Natasha already mentioned, the CMLTA will also be releasing resources and hosting webinars on how to move through the renewal steps in September. So keep an eye on your inbox for information on these additional resources coming to you shortly. As always, please feel free to contact the CMLTA with any additional questions you may have. Thank you so much for tuning in.